You're listening to the Sens Call-Ups, a hockey fan reaction podcast from the heart of Canada's capital. Game on! Every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Now, baby, let's ride! We got nothing but From an expansive and physically somewhat separated studio in South Canada, welcome to Season 8, Episode 20 of The Sense Columns for Tuesday, September 1st, 2020, one of the saddest days in, commun- in Canadian history. I'm Cardinal, Bannon Canucker here as well. We're back together to talk about the first two rounds of the playoffs, some off-season moves, whatever else comes up. Sad day in Canadian history today, 40 years ago today. Terry Fox. Terry Fox had to stop the Marathon of Hope just outside uh, Thunder Bay. Right. Also completely unrelated 25 years ago today Paul Bernardo was convicted oh probably was a sad day well that's not a sad day no, no. it's the Terry Fox part that's the sad day greatest can- in my opinion 25 years yeah 25 years since Paul Bernardo was convicted wow. but it's also been 40 years since Terry Fox had to end the Marathon of Hope after only 21 miles of his normal 26 that day hmm. 40 40 mind Exploded. I was just a month old at the time, so I don't know. Uh, I was. What? Hmm? You were a month? Not even. Just had his birthday. I didn't realize there was that many years between. August 4th, yeah. Holy crap. That was a baby. (laughs) That's almost as bad. It doesn't creep up every year. (laughs) That's almost as bad as. I uh, I got a call from a friend of mine uh, from my university days on Sunday afternoon. And she had just dropped off her daughter at university. Mm hmm. So she called me to tell me this. And I'm like, and she's a very dear friend. And I'm like, thanks. You just uh, just kind of ruined my day. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I met you in first year university. <laughs> and then plot twist. Oh, she's yours. No, she's not mine. <laughs> there are many twists that could go on there, but that's not one of them. <laughs> it, does, it does mean that I have known this particular I friend didn't. for 34 years, but no, she's not mine. You set me up for that one. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> many many children could be mine. That's uh, not one of them. That's fine. What's going on? Have, we haven't been together since um, at least time. last month. Last month. Yeah. Now it was it was the night of the. <laughs> What's going no, it on? It wasn't the night draft lottery. It was the one after. It was the one it? after. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing's going on. Nothing. 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 We got in another car accident. You did? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Didn't you notice it's a blue one on the driveway? <laughs> no, <laughs> I I've, I've had a doozy of a day. I've been okay. mentally tired, so I missed it. Uh, yep. About a block away from the last one. <laughs> on the old... So uh, turning right on red. Yeah, Terry, on Fox? Terry Fox. Yeah. Terry Fox. I told him, don't take Terry Fox anymore. Yeah. Just take Richmond Road. Don't drive on Terry Fox. It's really very simple. So, yep. Turning right on red onto Hazeldean and boom. I got hit from behind again. Dang. So, poor girl was all scared. She's like, "Time for a new car." She's like, "No, it's just well for now. It's just a bumper. I don't know. They're oh, okay. they're, they're they're working on it now." And so she was she was all scared and stuff. She's like, I've never hit anyone. It's like I don't know what to do. I've never been in an accident. I'm like, "Oh, 
Don't even. I got this. Damn. I'm a, I'm a pro. Don't worry about it. So, oh, pro is the wrong so word to use. Here's my stuff. Give me your stuff. I'll take a picture, especially of your driver's license. Cause you're kind of cute. And so, yeah. I creepified pretty quickly. <laughs> you hit me. I've new. heard of hitting on people, but that's a new <laughs> yeah, one yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to hit that? Okay. So we're clear. <laughs> Right. So, so moving on from that. Yep. What's what's your weight loss down to now? I'm about fifty down. Another fifty down? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're eighty pounds. I say. You, you can really tell it in your face that the listener at home cannot. But yeah. I remarked on that. I think while you were like, upstairs getting us some pints, like I asked him. If, I asked him if he got new glasses, and he said no, no. no. Uh, well, the beard's they, a little bit longer now. No, but the glasses and look he different. Has these things. Well, no, for me, it's the glasses look different because same. the face is narrower. Okay. Yep. That's all. Your face is narrower. That's yeah. why they look different. Oh, it was fat before. That's why. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but, you know. Oh, that's true. <laughs> 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 you can't lose 50 pounds and not be considered fat before. That's what? right. Well, you could, but you'd be anorexic. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. So. Nothing new with me. I've had to... Uh, I think since the last time I was here, I've been up to the lake again for another week's vacation, and I'm taking another one next week because I can and I have them. And I don't take, I haven't taken vacation for a couple of years and it's built up. I'm like, okay, no one's going to take it for me. So I'm going. And I don't care if it might be raining. Don't care. I'll be away from this whole world of hand sanitizer and masks and distancing and everything else for a week. And that is a really nice vacation. So, So you're not going to school. Uh, no, no, not going to school. Nope. But I'm looking forward to it. Other than that, I don't have all that much going on, really. I'm okay with that. The days blur. I can't believe oh, yeah. it's September 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Where did July and August go? <coughs> it's wow. not still March? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like March break just ends next week, and it's only been going on for like 16 years or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Crazy. Uh, we have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to be There's a little a all over the place. We're going to talk about the uh, the play in. I guess we had talked about the play in round last time. Mm-hmm. Nope, no, didn't no. Even, it didn't even start. Okay, yet. so play in so. round, first round, most of the second round, some firing, some hiring, some people leaving, some people getting traded. Lots to talk about before we do. However, uh, podcast at sensecollabs.com is the email address. The forums are at sensecollabs.com. One eight four four S C U S C N S is the um, waiver wire and uh, any legal issues please send them to nor epley uh, at sensecollabs.com our, our um, legal intern he's from the uh, legal firm dewey screwem and how <laughs> i got it i didn't, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anywho uh over to you all right so first thing that i will say is um Obviously, something most more important in the sports world that has happened that we can absolutely comment about is the two-day pause in regards to recognition for yet another shooting, um, or potentially br- police brutality and a shooting of another black man, and in Wisconsin. Yes. Yep. Perfect. So rust day too. I. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting for November. And 
Yeah, so for, for once it led by the NBA for them to strike against uh, playing for, for two days to bring awareness on the Black Lives Matter movement and against police brutality. So it is very interesting. Of course, the NHL fo- followed suit. They, they weren't leaders in it, but who, really, who was surprised by that? Yeah. They followed by a day since it only was coming Yeah, out. but if they wouldn't, they would not have been the leader in this. The well, NHL's no, never been a leader. I don't think the NHL issues. could be a leader in that. I don't think they could, even if they wanted to be, they couldn't be because a leader of in that. Because of how their cultural domain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say the, the literally the racial makeup of the players <clears throat> in that particular league versus the NBA. Yeah. It would be, even if they tried it, and I mean, I'm not being disparaging in the least. But if they tried it, I don't think it would get the attention that the NBA would, because oh, it would be big time. it would be a, a very the NBA small. Is huge, right? Well, it's also a very small number of players leading it. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a really interesting quote from Charles Barkley the other day. I think it was on the Dan Patrick show that I was listening to on the radio in the evening when they replay it locally. Charles Barkley was being interviewed, and I wrote it down because I wanted to make sure I got it right, and. It was a Charles Barkley's a well-spoken, great interview, and he said, "You know, something I'd like to point out because people are always asking me about what I think, what's going on in the United States. Why is it nobody asks white athletes about what's happening?" Yep. And I mean, that would have been if the NHL had tried to do this. There would have, I think, there would have been support for from all the players to do it, but it would have been looking like you're. It would have been looking like a white player-driven initiative. There are some non-white players in the NHL, but the vast majority of them are white. So it wouldn't have had the same... I don't think it would have had the same impact that the NBA doing it, mm-hmm. or the NFL, or MLB. Just my opinion. I just don't think it would have... They had to be a follower on this one. They couldn't possibly have been a leader because yep. it would have fallen flat exactly. and been largely unnoticed. Yeah, and I think that's a, a lot of what happened this time around with the, with the two-day pause was that the white players asked, they wanted to get involved now, so they asked, I think it was Kevin Chattenkirk, who's playing in Tampa now, which I had no idea, um, who called Ryan Reeves in Vegas and asked, what should we do? So it wasn't necessarily black player initiated. Mm. It was all player initiated, and I I yeah. like that. But yeah. So in what really, this is what the Black Lives Matters movement's trying to do. It's not just, okay, well, yes, let them kneel at the anthem and this is their thing. It's like, no, they're actually looking for everybody else's support. Exactly. So, which, and going back to the qualifying round, when Matt Dumba did his speech and then he knelt during the anthem and then they had Darnell Nurse from the Oilers and Malcolm Subban from the Blackhawks to stand with them. I'm like, this is where, again, the point is lost. That this isn't, okay, let them do this and we'll stay out of it. Best case scenario, we'll stay out of it or hate it. It's what I think that they should have done is to have the team captains go with Dumba to support them that way. Not just the black guys. It's everyone and as a captain, like, and the leadership. Connor McDavid and Jonathan Taves of the leadership, the representative of the teams that are supporting them, mm-hmm. not just the other black guys. I agree. Wholeheartedly. So, 
So how, we'll was the, see. how was the reaction? Oh, you know, the, the public reaction mm. to all this. Of course, you get the people say it's too late. You're late on this again, and then the better late than never. And then the other side that's saying it's like, why are you supporting your criminal and all that stuff? So, so it was all over the place. Yeah, as always. But I would say no one's happy. Successful in that they got people talking. Yes. Yeah, to start. I guess that's you need that for a start. That's that's your point. Yeah. Because I wonder about that. Because and by the way, anything I say might nobody get their backs up. I'm just having a conversation, which is what I think the whole point of this is. Yeah, obviously, uh, human rights matters like this are more important than entertainment. So I have no problem with them, you know, boycotting for a couple of days. Um, and then the kind of the question is, well, why sports? You know, why not Netflix or streaming media? Why not boycott that for like, turn them off, go black for a day or two. Uh, you know, like where, where's the line, right? So, you hear all sorts of people talking, and of course they're coming from different points of view and different motives, right? So, and usually they present themselves pretty quickly. But, uh, yeah, I yeah. I think part of the reason for sports is sports is live. Sports it's is the something only thing that going either, on right now. Well, it's something that either happens or doesn't happen. You can't do right. it later, right? You know, watching a, watching a game. Although they did from last. Well, when the <laughs> pandemic first started, we were watching old hockey games, and that was entertaining briefly. Yeah, but it's they entertaining. Didn't the games. It's entertaining in a nostalgic way. It's not entertaining in the sense of this is counting in the standings for this year, sort of way. Yeah. So fine, but I mean, if Netflix turns itself off for two days, but other mm-hmm. people turning it off. No offense. Who cares? It doesn't. Who cares? It doesn't affect it doesn't anybody ac- except maybe your internet provider yeah. having bandwidth available for something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about it. Like that's like the it, only it thing it affects. Yeah, unless like well, the only thing you can do in that case is Netflix can turn everything off except for particular documentaries content. and stuff like that about this stuff. So. Right. But like, I, but then they get sued. Again, I, I, so there would be people out there who would for say, sure they, they'd want their two days back at ten dollars a month yeah exactly you i couldn't use your service for two days because there was nothing that i wanted to watch that you were showing and i demand my money back yeah which I would just the, be a the, the the ceo of the dallas stars did end up saying that they've lost season ticket season holders, right? holders and corporate sponsors that's so interesting the, the argument to that is well do you and it's very it's very divisive right now do you really want their money yeah, you do. You do. As a corporation, you have to make money, which means you have to take money sometimes from people or other right. companies or whatever that you don't really want their money. But you have to have a, a, a business will only survive as long as it's profitable. So a business has to remain profitable. And if you have customers that are not your favorite people in the world, but they're still your customer. Yeah, you kind of do, unfortunately. Mm. That And so. it's it's a... That it's a catch twenty two of TC Eugene Melnick. Like, well, <laughs> whoops. Okay, moving on from that one. Nor <laughs> Nor ma- Epley at <laughs> yeah, Nor Epley at. Do we screw and how? You're making me think of that uh, Simpsons. Uh, I think it was Milhouse's dad worked for Family Cracker, and and then he got laid off. It's like well, we don't know if single people eat these crackers. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a business yeah. we could do without, right? <laughs> so the, the whole thing yeah. is is quite interesting. Uh, because the, of course, this is going over a long time, and the, the latest thing, and oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. 
um, the, the man who was shot seven times in the back. Anyway. Um, Say his name, Canuck. Oh, I feel really terrible right now. Blake? Jason Blake? No. No. Oh, shoot. I'm close. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Uh, you know, the, the the narratives come out. And, and any time you get, if, if anyone's in a conversation like this, it's easy to kind of get defensive about something, but you just have to stop and kind of ask the question back to the person who just said something. I'm like, well, why does that matter? So, for example, everybody, you'll see this in social media, the comment will be, well, he had a knife in the truck. Okay, what does that matter? I have a knife in my truck. Or I don't have a truck. I have a knife in my car. <laughs> I have a knife in my car. If you went out and searched my car, there's a knife in my car. There's a knife in my backpack. My back, my backpack. Yeah, it's, in it's in your car. Uh, what's your point? You know, like was was it was it, was it was was it appropriate Shoot to use once. lethal force seven times yeah. for when he was outside the car and walking towards it? Like surely, like a non-lethal force maybe should have been used first if he was being disobedient. I don't know. Like there's just so many angles to this, and yeah. clearly and there's something you know ingrained, and unfortunately it is in a lot of a lot of white police officers that they probably don't even realize it just how you know. And, and it seems racist that, or like prejudiced they are towards certain people, right? Yep. And, and even in that, it, it's just in regards to the reports that they that they do. Because even back in the marches where you saw the old white man get pushed over in Buffalo mm-hmm. and crack his head open. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. So, so the police report ended up saying that he tripped and fell. But of course, there's video evidence. Masai Ujiri. Yeah. They said that he ended up, was it, that he, he started it? He absolutely did not. Now, the other thing with Masai is because there's 20,000 20, live um, witnesses right there and all the cameras and the body cam, and they still come out with this. And it took a year to, 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 to for, for the light to shine out of everything. Now, he had his credentials in his breast pocket in his suit. So as he reaches in, what would stop the cop from saying he was reaching for a weapon? Right. Or I assume that he was reaching for a weapon. Very difficult. Very easy for them to say it. And it's very difficult to trust the information that they're giving you right now. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's different, but even with this, it's it's not just posting a hashtag or pausing for two days. It's what are you doing with that time? Are you having the conversation? I think Sportsnet, for the periods of it that I did watch, um, it was pretty good. And they had a good conversation on the first day. Second day, they were replaying games. So you didn't accomplish anything on the second day. Yeah. So don't want to. As I've said time and time again, do something. This is going to take a couple of generations, isn't it? Eh, not necessarily. I don't. I don't know how long the de- um, desegregation took in the U.S. Grant, well, that was like long time. Long time. Well, but uh, going from the sixties to to when things were integrated together. Uh, let me clarify. It's going to take a couple of generations before it's kind of weeded out of our. Our, our uh, society probably but a immediate impact can be made from the top down and unfortunately mm-hmm. not to get political but I mean we have to look forward to the one of the most popular countries in the world and 
they're just not getting that kind of definitive leadership from the top down. They're getting very confusing messages and it's causing on everything. continuing, you know, you know, it, it doesn't clarify anything. It just causes separation, causes fighting. And yeah, that's so uh, well, because that's the political bent that's being pursued. Simply right. as that. Shall we talk hockey? Not that I'm saying sure. this discussion is bad. It's unfortunate, but my time is somewhat limited this evening. Yep. So this has been a good conversation, but we are here to talk a little bit of hockey at least. Okay. Game on! forgot how loud that is. <laughs> I didn't forget. <laughs> she just had nowhere to go. <laughs> Pretty much. Fortunately, I'm a little further away than normal, so it wasn't quite as bad, except I forgot to remove my headphones. Dirt. <laughs> oh, not that that would have helped. Uh, there's not a whole lot of Senators news. We might as well start with that. Um, the news from a couple of episodes ago were that the team and the Sens Foundation were, like the organization that is known as the Sens Foundation, were going their separate ways because the team had decided that they were putting out for tender for a new charitable organization, blah, 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 blah. We already talked about this. Uh, the news that's come out since then, since the new foundation was um, established, I believe it was on August 1st, uh, Chris Phillips is the executive director of the New Sens Community Foundation. Brave move. Yeah. Uh, a good one as far as public relations are concerned. Yep. I think How having brave for him. Well, it's it's well, it's it's a gutsy move for him to be taking over as the executive director of something that's brand new oh. that has never done anything before and has that a little has bit to of organize itself. Negativity associated with it, yeah. But circumstances, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. what I mean by brave move. Like that's that's not going to be an easy thing to start off with. He's popular, but he has to sell people on the. He is. He's. There are people who remember him at the very end of his career being not quite the hockey player he used to be, but as an individual, he's very popular in this city. He just is. Twitterverse not, notwithstanding. So he's really good at pointing out things. <laughs> as I said. Brewing them over. End of his career. Yeah. Like uh, Saul's Cody. Pointing at Cody. Don't go there. Go there. So I think it's a brave move by him to do. I'm, I'm happy he's doing it. I think having somebody that publicly recognized will only be a good thing. Well, thank goodness it's not Melnick doing it. Because I think mm. he would have a big image problem to overcome. And I, I mean, yeah. if nothing else, that yes. may be the reason why Chris Phillips is there. And I applaud that if that's the reason. Yeah. Put a face on it that people will like and maybe, and it will help. For want of a better term, it will help the business get what it needs. Yeah. Just overall between the two organizations that exist now, it's there we're, we're just going to lose more in fees as a community. Having two of them. Yeah. So there'll be two admin costs now. Yeah. And then the old foundation renamed themselves, right? Yes. I yeah. don't remember what they renamed themselves Ottawa as. Ottawa Gatineau. Youth something? Yeah, something like that. And Mark Borbieski's wife is on the chair. Is that right? She's on the board. She's on the board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the right so, way to say it. So, yeah. A little. It's interesting. It's in- interesting that she did that, considering that it's opposing with the team, but. So be it, because it looks like... The team doesn't seem to be too interested in Mark as a player, so... Which is crazy, because he's not expensive. No. He's local. 
And he and he's played harmless. very well last year. He's harmless. He got goals. He was sound he, defensively. He led the team in, in, in defensive goals. Exactly. Over like, Thomas Chabot. He played very well last year. Yeah. Very well. Yep. Well, th- speaking so, of. So, again, when I've posted this on Twitter. If you want to move away from because he's like 30, 32, something like that. And he's not a top four. On a competitive team, he's probably not in the top six. No offense, but that's just... It just is what it is. Um, I'm fine with it as long as you don't sign Ron Hainsey. But they will because he's on... And I think they will. Was this contract up? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's 31. 31, yeah. Yeah. Now, Ron Hainsey's 39. But Frank, he'll almost and be slow. forty when the, the when the season starts. End off for nine months, so who knows, right? And slow. And three times a cost. Yeah, that's dumb. And is he a better leader and mentor? They kept saying it's like, well, he was mentoring Branson. Like, yeah, how great did Branson do here? It seems well, like Barbieski was mentoring a lot. Speaking of Branson, I was doing a little looking forward projection. Mm-hmm. Because there was time when I was thinking about what's coming up in the draft, and we have three and five, and we may take a forward, and we may take a defenseman, and so on. And it was reinforced. My 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 thought process was reinforced by the radio or discussion on the radio. As it stands now, if we take, notwithstanding what we might draft this season, but project out three years from now, our defense would likely look like this: on the left side, Shabbat, Wallanen, and Brandstrom; on the right side, Jacob Bernard Docker. Mm-hmm. Lassie Thompson and someone. Drysdale. We could easily get Drysdale at five. We could, but I mean that that yeah. other point is, like, is is a question mark. Who is going to be that that other piece in there? Because Shabbat, Wallanen, Brandstrom, Thompson, Bernard Docker. You got Tycon. Cookie cutters. They're, well, all they're all the, the same? same. They're all sm- average size mm-hmm. or smaller. They are. None yeah. of them are big. Yeah. They're quick. And they're very good offensively. Great in the regular season. JBD small? He's not huge. Like, he's not Yaros or England or that sort of thing. Like, he's not a big, solid defenseman, defensive defenseman. We need a Mark Mathot or two in this, in this mix. Because there isn't one. It's all smaller. Like, think, think back to the, the, the Stanley Cup run in 2007. Yes, we had... Um, Pricing and Corvo, they were the third pairing. Yeah. We also had... Phillips was a big guy. Phillips and Volchenkov. We had Phillips and Volchenkov as a shutdown pairing. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of who the second pairing was. KJB, Redden, uh, Rakunic? No. No. I I completely... It was Redden. It was Redden, but who was Redden playing with? It wasn't Chara. Mazaros? Mazaros. Yeah, I guess it would have been Mazaros. So... A solid skating, like puck moving second pairing ish, and then the third pairing. But still had Volchenkov and Phillips. And right now, there's nothing like that in our system. Nothing. And that's my concern. Is there a lot of that in the league systems right now though? Bigger so. players who can who bigger players who can skate and play defense. Yes. That are getting coming up through the ranks and getting drafted? No, they're around. Kevin, well, Kevin Ball's the only guy I can think of. I was going to say Kevin Ball would be one for sure. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they are around. Like, most teams sure. at least have one. Nolan Foote. We don't have anything like that. We've had a couple of who... I mean, Yaros might fit into that role. 
but that's about it. And that's my yeah. Concern. And Yaros isn't that big either. He no, really isn't. He's not that big, but he plays he hits, solid. He hits, yeah. he hits I people. really like him. <laughs> so coach doesn't. But so do. that's that was my concern. It's like, well, we're going to have an awful lot of one type of player, a lot of very skilled, younger puck moving defensemen who are assets you can trade for other things. Yeah. But so I think a lot of teams will probably prefer the offensive defenseman versus the big guy. So we're probably getting better value anyways. Hmm. But you still need players who can play. Yeah, but the, that's defense. where you can trade and swap. Yeah. And, and you're, you're getting the better talent now in the draft. So that's I, fine. As long as we can get it at some point. Yeah, JBD 6'1", 194. I don't think that's... That's sort of an average okay. size. At 20 years old, there, there might be room. Because apparently he's going to be the shutdown guy. Hopefully he doesn't get CC'd, but... But CC was never a defensive player. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that's yeah, that's problem. what I'm saying. It's like is he being shoved into that position. But if that's his talent naturally, that's okay. I I don't I, I don't, don't know I don't know I I've I've heard more of a two way guy, but I don't know. Even if you're a two way guy who can play defense, that's fine. But not being a solely offensive guy, trying to be shoehorned shoehorned into that, that particular role. That makes Thompson. Um. Oops. Sorry. Is that it now, for Sens? The, the yeah, uh, there's not a lot more. Else, yeah. There's not a lot more to be honest because yeah. there's nothing much going on. Nobody's being signed. There's a ton of RFAs and UFAs. We talked about that in a previous episode. There's supposedly in New Jersey. We talked about that. We talked about That's, that in a previous episode. Yeah, like, there's nothing happening with our local team at the moment. So we can go into our league. It's kind of boring there. But now, go, sorry, just going back to the Sens here and, and with going into the, the new season and everything else like that, Tampa is going to be a problem with the cap. Among Bingo. several, I would think. Yeah, if we can get Sergeyev out of there. I know he's not the big guy, but my God, he's good. So then your four, top four, could be, because Bransom can, can play the other side. He's more comfortable on the right. Um, Shabbat, Branstrom, um, Sergeyev, and Drysdale. Whew, that's talent. Still has the same issues as us, but we still have a, a bottom. Still bottom, a bottom pairing you can use for other things. Fix, yeah, Lassie Thompson's six uh, six foot one ninety at yeah. nineteen years old. Well, Annan's about the same size. Does too. he cost money? Who? Sorry, your staff. Oh, probably you'd need to get him seven or eight mil. Oh well, then forget it. We have to give them a chance to sign people. Shabbat signed out a deal at seven. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Who knows? So it all depends on Brady. Now, talking about, we can, we'll start with the play in series followed mm-hmm. by the first round of the playoffs. Some I, of those were fun. I will freely admit, I have not got into this at all. Oh, I was I, watching the play ins. I wasn't. I was. <laughs> yeah, you were. And what a mind F-U-C-K that was. <laughs> Trying to watch the uh, Toronto Maple It Leafs. absolutely was. It's like, I do not like the Maple Leafs. I want to watch them lose. If they lose, they might get the lottery pick. They might get the it lottery pick. It so was the weirdest thing. I could not turn myself. Couldn't get emotionally invested into it. Well, no, I Probably. could. I could, and I decided that I would preferred to cheer against the Leafs and get them to lose and enjoy a hundred percent chance of Schadenfreude right then, with a eighteen percent or whatever it was twelve and a half percent chance yeah. of utter. Disappointment. So, and later. they came close, apparently, according oh, to the conspiracy. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> oh, did you not see the video of it? I did, but it, it, to me, it, I mean, maybe. They circled the rim like John Tavares' empty net shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, 
so my they, goodness. Ping, and then the Rangers ball just sucks up. But you see, there. that's Schadenfreude too. Oh. Like, oh, you were so close, and yet you didn't get it. Just beautiful. So where I was right, Carey Price plays his mind out against Pittsburgh, and they win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh's in a bit of trouble. They ended up. Was it they didn't renew any of their assistants? Yes, they let all their assistant coaches go. And since then, Get I guess. Gone, Char, man. Yes, well, yesterday, Jacques Martin was hired as an assistant coach for the Rangers. Yep, because Lindy Ruff's gone very, to the Devils. Very smart move by the Rangers. Well done. Yeah, yeah they needed their defense is not good. Um, remember when I said that Toronto should have it easy because they won't have any distractions? Boy, was I wrong. Well, they didn't get it going fast enough. Yeah. It's a short but series. If you, if you show up for four minutes in one game, that means that it's amazing. That was one they, game where they definitely, I thought, uh-oh, they woke up. Yeah, yeah, I was really scared. But then the exact So they were down happened. 3 nothing, and then they ended up tying the game three minutes with three minutes left in the game. Yeah, it was 4 now, no, it was the three goal, nothing with th- four minutes to go in the game. Yeah, four minutes to go, and they tied it up. Now... The goaltender was hurt, which people haven't figured out yet. Yes, he was still playing hurt at this point. And then they ended up winning it in overtime. Like, we're amazing. This is, we're so good. Look at what we did. Like, the night before, you were leading 3 nothing, and you blew the game and you lost in overtime, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't do that tonight. So, uh, uh, fake news. Yeah. It's like, so great. Congratulations on coming back from a 3-0 deficit. In a non-playoff game. Just like your opponent did last night. Yeah. Well done. So, in the series, they got shut out in two games also with that offense. Solution to everything? Trade the goalie. You see, I have a Toronto Maple Leaf fan at work who's convinced they're going to be able to trade Freddie Anderson for another first-round pick. Because he's a yeah, good... Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. I don't think they can. I think they can. Given our conversation But about it's going to be like a 20... They got given their first round back. I was going to say, they. given our conversation about how many free agent goalies there are out there at the moment, why would somebody trade for a, a goalie who's okay? Anderson wasn't the problem, was he? No, but he's he not wasn't a great goalie. He's not a great goalie. He never has Agreed, been. Agreed, but he wasn't the problem. No, I don't think he was but problem. why would you trade for him? Five million you, cap, one million salary. Why, he got paid all up front? He's, he has a signing bonus. So they'd have to pick him up. Oh, I guess it's after the draft. So it's the after the draft. So no, you can't get the first round pick. Oh, trade him for a first uh, round well, pick next Granted, year. Carolina wants him, and that guy just blows money everywhere anyways. Interesting. So he's absolutely an upgrade in, in Carolina. And it's a cap hit, not money, but that he doesn't care about that. Why not he, get he one of the free agents that's that. out there? Why would, you, why would you throw away a first round you pick? Because then you can actually grab more cap problems from... Uh, Toronto. But it's not about grabbing. They wouldn't even have to change the jerseys if they don't re-sign Craig. It'd be just like Anderson. <laughs> With a marker E instead of an <laughs> make O. An e, make an O into an E. Yeah. Just a little um, liquid paper. I guess no. I, I don't I, I don't want to help out the Leafs anymore. No, thank you. No, I agree. So. And like he, he wasn't the problem. He got shut out twice. In a th- best of three or, be- or best of five. Yeah, Honestly, it seemed the like the early 2000 Ottawa Senators, a ton of talent and just can't get it past a lunch pail team. No, this year, they were the 2008 Sens. The year after? The year after, and they were garbage, and the coach got fired after like 10 games. 
and there was all this infighting and just craziness. Yeah, you know that's not so, a bad analogy. It, I saw it right from the start. They're very, they're a very inconsistent group. And there's not going to be much change. And the fact that, yeah, and this is where I, with them, I don't really want to save the Leafs' problems. And I've talked to this with the Leaf fans at, at my work. Babcock got fired. The players stayed, so they're they're immune from anything. The contracts and everything else. Other teams can't afford them, even if you wanted to. They're immune from anything because the next thing is Kyle Dubas, Dubas is apparently in trouble now. I don't think that's true because he just cleared out a bunch of loose problems. Now it's your team. But he has so little maneuvering room. We'll see. I, I, really I, I still think that he does. I don't care. But really, if you, you really want to shake things up and you really want to win a cup and improve your defense, take Mitch Marner and you trade him to L.A. for Drew Doughty one for one. Whoa. I don't care that it's a seven-year deal or whatever that Doughty's got move. left at 30 years old. You win one cup, it doesn't matter. It's a bold move. And you shake them up to the core of the team because it's Mitch Marner. Masai did it. Yeah. That's a shakeup. I don't, yeah. You get your right defenseman to play with Riley, who also knows how to play with Muzzin. Who cares what it's a it's and it's like the same money. L.A. gets out of a thirty-year-old that they won't need because they're they are rebuilding now. Mitch Marner's twenty-three and one hell of a player. Oh, I I I can see L.A. making that trade all day long. They would love that trade. And it's an absolute sink or swim for the Leafs. I don't think Drew Doughty's enough of an upgrade for them. I mean, their defense no, is pretty yeah. bad. But hey, he's he's better. I don't think he's good enough to fix their problems. No, but he's part of the fix, right? Unless you, unless you start trading away pocket. something else. How, how many cups did Gretzky went after Edmonton? Zero. Zero. Why not? He barely made the playoffs. But I don't see I don't see him being the fix. No, the sole part of the fix that they need. But you need a right shot defenseman of elite caliber. Yep. Of fading elite caliber. Um, fading. Will he be good next year? I don't know. He wasn't all that great this year. Well, well, <laughs> I don't know how good he'll be next all year. You, all you got to do is win one cup. Well, I thought that but about Shea Weber. Playoff. I thought you, that about the Shea Weber trade. Yes, he, oh, turned yeah. out, he turned out pretty well for them. He turned out True. better. I, don't, I, think, I think Drew Doughty has faded more than Shea Weber had. and The players still rank him really high. And if the players rank him high, there's something there. Hmm. We don't watch LA games. No. But I'm not, I'm not, I, it would be interesting to see what happens because that would be the, that would be the next John Tavares. We have our savior. This is the piece we need. I don't watch LA games, but I read something online that he's just all offense and not defense. So therefore, he doesn't deserve the Norris. <laughs> well, that's how you win a Norris trophy is all offense, no defense. And what does that team need? Defense. Well, that's the joke I was going <laughs> It would be very, it would be shot in Friday. Yeah, but that trade would just be something else. And like, Frank, if you're Dubis and your your job's online anyways in the next year or two, might as well screw it all, right? Um, Load the team up with seven year contracts. So, getting back to the plans, the big surprises were well, Columbus did surprise me. They did your coach out coach at least very well. I thought. Um, yeah. Montreal surprised good me. Team. 
Pittsburgh yep. just did not wake up fast enough. Montreal is a much better team than I thought they were. I think Pittsburgh was a very bad team. Montreal was playing with house money. They weren't supposed to be in the playoffs, right? They were the mm. worst seeded. They were the worst seed. Um, and that, I kind of figured something like this was going to happen. I figured they, they played well. Like, they played well. I figured they looked like the, the Rangers looked terrible. Like now, Islanders, holy crap! Yeah, I know. And f- granted, they played Florida in the first round, but like Rangers and Florida were they're bad. Teams. Edmonton was very disappointing. And I forgot how different it is from watching bad team hockey and good team hockey. Yeah. It's night and day. So Edmonton? Wow. That's that's another a team flame with, out. Yeah. That's a that's a team with no team spirit, maybe. I don't know. It's it's two player team. Smells like no team spirit. <laughs> two player team. Calgary beat Winnipeg. That was surprising, but Winnipeg was very injured. Sheffley got hurt. Liney got hurt. I don't like uh, what's what's the Winnipeg coach name? Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice. When he started to go after uh, oh. Matthew Kachuk, saying that it was a dirty hit and everything, and then after like, oh no, it wasn't a dirty hit. It was a compre- It was a compression thing. It had nothing to do with it. Fuck off. Like, come on. It's playing the game. Playing the Trying game, but then you you screw everything up. And like, do you think that's gonna like make Matthew Kachuk mad? No. It's like I know I didn't hit him. Come on. Yeah. Pandering uh, to the fan base. It happens. Arizona beat Nashville. The Matt Duchesne effect carries on. Yep. Clearly. And Vancouver just destroyed Minnesota in there. First round, Tampa beat anything else in play-ins? I forget the play-ins. It, it, it was just fun. Like, it, it was just, it was fun. It's enjoyable. It was the first hockey in several months. Any hockey would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. So, say, or first round, Tampa beat Columbus. Vegas destroyed Chicago, which is not surprising. Leonard's just on a roll. Um, Philadelphia beat Montreal. Islanders beat the Caps. And, and beat down the Caps. Yep. Former coach of the Caps beat down the Caps. Yep. So, we'll see how that goes. That was Because, well, they're playing tonight. Embarrassing. So they played tonight. Our pick drops like eight spots or something or they win tonight I should say and they'll they'll, they'll beat Philadelphia um, Boston beat Carolina and then I think it was midway through this round that Tuka Rask went home yeah which yeah. is fine is because it? Boston hadn't played in the play-ins no well they were still playing in the round robins and mm-hmm. stuff but I think he was playing some competitive hockey and then left which he found out after that his daughter was in the hospital oh gosh but even at this it's like Apparently, he was already talking with the team that he didn't really want to go. I don't know if it was something he expected for his daughter or whatnot, but like scheduled her or something. But um, he didn't really feel like he wanted to go. I think they said, if you want to go down the road, you can go. But if you want to give it a shot, if you can give it a shot and help us, please do. So I think that's what really what happened. Fine. So was it a surprise to the team? No. 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 They knew. Just because you didn't know doesn't mean that they didn't know. Um, Vancouver beat St. Louis, a cup uh, defending team. Yeah. So the Blues had 20% of their team had COVID-19 at some point. What? 20%. Wow. I remember was before the, in the bubble, you mean? In their pra- before the bubble, obviously. Okay. But um, when they got back together to practice and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I know they had to cancel practices and stuff. So what? whoever the coach said is like, it 
it's impossible to get them back up to shape to play from COVID-19. Right. Uh, we, don't even, we still don't even understand all the long-term effects of that thing. Nope. There's so, a lot. We, there's more we don't know than, more, than we, we do. Yeah. Then Dallas beat Calgary. Dallas is a much better team than I thought. Hmm. And then Colorado just demolished Arizona. Yeah. Nazem Kadri still keeps going. Round two. So Tampa beat Boston. Last night. Double OT. Double OT in game five. Fun game. Real fun game. So uh, was it Vegas 3-1 now over? Yeah, I think they played tonight. Yeah, 3-1 over Vancouver. Oh, before you get They're, going too far on round two, did you watch the game? It was in round one. one. Tampa Bay, New York Islanders. I think it was game one that went to five overtimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of did. Like I, I saw it started at 3 Eastern, and then I t- kind of turned it on later. I was going to the first overtime. Oh, this would be fun. Watch the first yeah. overtime. Ended up just sitting there watching the whole darn thing. Yep. It's the first quintuple overtime game in 20 years. And it's the third longest ever. Ever. Yeah. And that's immediately. Did you notice what happened the next day? Oh, we should be looking at overtime rules in the playoffs. I mean, if, it, if, if, it, if after the first I don't overtime, mind that conversation. I do. I don't mind. I don't mind the conversation, but the answer is you stick with the playoff overtime rules because they are amazing. And it so rarely goes. I mean, it's the first. It's like, I thought the hockey got a little bit more boring. Uh, I'm not saying this should change it, but I, I did. Fi- I do find when they get those late, oh, it gets. If it, there was a crowd in there, it would have been totally different. Yeah, uh, and and it happens once every twenty years. Yes. So yeah. no, don't change it. And no, you guys are the ones it. that call the shootout, the the uh, never talent, go to a talent show or whatever. Yeah, well, they no, want to they want to go oh down to four for the second overtime period and down to three players for the third overtime period. No, no, no. leave it. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Just let them play. It makes it special. If a team wants and to it's win, also they will. A big disadvantage because you're just wearing yourself out. Yeah, yeah. You, you want you want to end the game. They're playing to end the game, and if they can't end the game because they're both playing really well, then they wear both. Then they wear each other down. It's the way it and goes. It, yeah. So oh, well, you, you know, couldn't say that you could start the next game. Like, so? So what? That's a bubble problem push because of COVID it. that's not going to be going on every single year. And you push it eight hours or whatever. They push the game to the, game the next day. Yeah. yeah. So what? Like, so? It's like, well, it's, it's not fair to the other team. Like, so? They're so, playing each other. So have another arena available. Yeah. Put them in the Rico Center or whatever it's called now. Right. Yep. Like if it, you really wanted to. It's where the Marlies play. It seats 11,000, and there's nobody going to be in the seats anyway. So it's a perfectly serviceable arena. It's 10 minutes from the mm-hmm. Scotiabank Arena. You could have done that if you wanted to, but the NHL didn't think yeah. that they would need what to. A dumb conversation, that is. Yeah. yeah. Like, you feel free to have it. I'm going to shoot you down every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's absolutely absurd. Don't mess with overtime in the playoffs. And You've already messed with overtime in the regular season because you want things to end on time because of TV contracts. Yeah. You well, and, and you want a winner and a loser. Yeah. Did Are they ever switch have, baseball, like by the way? They were talking yeah, about doing that. Yeah, they did. a person start on second and different things. Yeah, and it depends. So the person who gets the last out has to start on second base. And So sometimes you have to be strategic. Like, you're a bad runner, like if especially if it's going to like the midfield outfield. You're a bad runner, so I will catch it. Or you don't catch. Like, if it's a foul out, you let it drop. <laughs> or some stupid stuff like that. There's also the rule in baseball that if you're a, it's a double header, it, and the bottom of the seventh is the bottom of the ninth. 
There was a oh, walk- did they shut them? Or there was a walk-off down? home run in the bottom of the seventh inning the other day in a doubleheader game, and the pitcher was like, why is everybody leaving? Because he didn't realize it was the seventh inning, it was a doubleheader, and that was the end of the game. Oops. Like, the players don't, don't even know. understand the rules. Wow. That, that was actually, by the way, a funny moment in that long NHL game we just talked about. It's like, this is the seventh period stretch. Then they put that up on the sign? Yeah, they've done a really good job of that stuff. Yeah. I have to admit, uh, from the very limited amounts that I've been watching, it looks, it looks pretty good. It's they did a good job. So nice. And the audio is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, if I'm playing with my phone, it feels like a normal game. Well, you're always playing with your phone. So Correct. So I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of the fake crowd noise or not, but you know what? Oh, They've done a good it. job with it. You need it. If it, it seems empty, like it's it'd there. Be boring. Yeah, yeah, it would seem awfully dull if it was just this quiet. I, I, I'm really surprised they're not putting some noise into the arena for the players. Because yeah. they're just the they're, music. They're playing. The intensity is just as good as with with fans or with. Well, they, well, I know, but they're I, tuned in. I, I I suppose they are by now. It just seems really weird to be playing in such a quiet void, like it's an echoing void of nothing, which it's so unusual. Yeah. And for these guys, they probably haven't played in that in. Quite a well, while. Pro- even like, the rookies haven't played in that in right? ten years. Exactly. Yeah. There's always been somebody around. Like it's 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 your it, it's like a school a scrimmage or whatever, but yeah, exactly. So, else? And then Tampa eliminated Boston yesterday. I think I talked about that. Yep. Yes. So Vegas, of course, uh, Mark Henry Fleury's for Alan Walsh. Just, that was done. There's no. I missed this. So I heard about it on the. N- no better cookies, really. There's. I'm. I keep hitting this wire. Yes, you clipping. do. So popping your peas there. There's no better team that has better cohesion. Than the Vegas Golden Knights. Until Alan Walsh shows up. So, and then all of a sudden, Alan Walsh, who's Marc-Andre Fleury's agent, posted a picture of Marc-Andre Fleury with a sword through his back. And the sword said DeBoer on it. The coach's name. Because he scratched him for game one. He didn't scratch him. He didn't put him as a starter. It took, it took him a day. It took him a day to pull it down. Yeah, well, I know it's so typical, Alan Walsh. Hello, Mark Andre Fleury, is, fire your agent. Honestly, these guys are second fathers to them. Well, unless you're Max Domi. I was going to say unless you're Max Domi, who just fired Pat Brisson. Yeah, mm. but he got Mitch Marner's agent. Oh, did that come out today? Okay. Yeah. Um, Has he so put any of the Hab stuff back on his Instagram account yet? Oh, doubt it. No, it's the, Darren Ferris. I think his name is is. He's a difficult negotiator. I hope we don't have any players under his res- uh, representation. He's a pain in the ass. Because all he does is play the media. Great. And then he demands the, the signing bonus structures and stuff. So, um, Frig, where, where was I? Mark Andre. Mark Andre yeah. Fleury. DeBoer. So, Sword. this is not the first time that Mark Andre Fleury loses his starting job. Yep. And the non issue, the non issue with the Knights is it's not that you have a good goalie and a bad goalie you have two good goalies one's on a hot streak do you know how many games Leonard's lost while playing for Vegas one one hard to keep him out that way yep and even that they're saying it's like because they had a back-to-back Leonard played the first one got a shutout Fleury started the next one it's like, oh, I'm sure that they asked Leonard, and Leonard probably said, you'll give Mark Andre the, the net. No, this was scheduled. Goalies don't play back-to-back, especially when you don't have to win. They're up 2-1 or 
Flurry can still win you games because he's gotten you there for the last three years. There's no reason not to play the play the two yeah. is what I mean. So there is no well, I don't know how mad Flurry is about the whole thing because it's got to be like he must have had an okay or he must have okayed what Alan Walsh was doing. But and if it's not Leonard versus Flurry, if it's Flurry versus DeBoer, yeah, DeBoer's not a good coach. I can't stand him. He's overrated. He's never done well. And now he just coattailing this team that uh, what's his name left behind. They're a good team. It's just that division is really tough. Um, what else do we have left? I think we talked about uh, it. Just it's totally going to be Vegas. Islanders Tampa. and Philly. And oh, yeah. Islanders yeah. up 3-1. Yep. And then Colorado and Dallas. I think Dallas is up 3-2 now. Yeah. Colorado lost both their goalies. So oh. they, they came in yesterday with... Um, How do you lose them in a bubble? <laughs> yeah. You, you can't come over anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, By yeah. the way, did you, you sent a link to this pen, um, and I watched them, and I quite enjoyed it, and I forget the guy's name. He's the backup. Is it the lottery again with the Toronto goal? No, no, no. <laughs> it's the, the video log that the, the Toronto Maple Leafs oh. third string goalie did. Casimir Kaskis-Kuo. Yeah, so if you can find those videos, he did a video log of life inside the bubble. And you know, the fact that he's a Toronto Maple Leaf aside, he's actually seemed like a pretty nice person. Uh, and it was just neat to see the his day. The rest of them are dicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it takes a lot to wash the stench off. <laughs> <laughs> and he just showed a day, day in their life. Uh, he, you know, It was during the play-in, it, um, days before, leading in, leading out, uh, what his life was like in his room at, at the Fairmont York. Uh, every day going down and getting the test and scanning in and the food. It was just, just kind of neat to, to see some of the... the uh, and I'm sure the Leafs experience was probably well paid no, for, I, you know? Like, it's probably a little better than maybe some other teams had. I don't know. but No, I think all that's... Because it's all organized by the Leafs. Or by the hotel, the really. Yeah. yeah. But apparently the Toronto bubble is much better than the uh, Edmonton one. But. Yeah. And, yet, and yet everything's moving out to Edmonton for the last two rounds. Yeah, they probably wanted downtown back. Yeah, that's yeah, could be it. No, it's not that far between the two. But if you have a chance to find it on YouTube, no, well, it's, cause it's good. Well, from the Royal York, they have paths that they have to walk through. Mm. It's just blocking Front Street. There's nothing going on. I, downtown. I know, but you never know. Is school starting? Yeah, there aren't schools Might in as well downtown. Start Toronto. the bankers back too. I agree. I think everybody should be back in their damn offices, especially the people who think it's okay to shop. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, just as an aside, Nate McKinnon has is on a 13 goals uh, scoring streak. They're so good. It's it's gonna be. I, I don't. Sorry, I, he started the playoffs with a 13 game point streak. He's the first oh, person okay. to do it since Messier in 1994. It's the third longest point streak in playoff history. So, oh, third longest in playoff history. So, sorry, it's, it's actually the fourth. Two, He's fourth. Like there are there are three players who have. Longer goal scoring uh, point streaks. Point, point streak? streaks. Point streaks. It's not goal streaks. Point streaks. There are three players who have longer than 13 game point streaks in the playoffs Oof. in NHL history. Alfredson? No. Nope. These, no, one, one of these names doesn't surprise me. The other two I would have struggled to think of. So, Iserman? No. No. Lemieux? Nope. The other Lemieux? 
<laughs> the third Lemieux, the 20. I, I was actually thinking Claude Lemieux. <laughs> nope. So not Eisenfederov? No, the last one to do it was 1988. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Fleury? Mark Messier. Messier, okay. 1988 Fleury. Oh, Theo Fleury. Theo, Theo Fleury. <laughs> uh, before that, they were in 1981 and 1970. 1970 is a player you know, guaranteed. Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. Okay. 1981 is a player you will know, but probably won't think of. Not bossy? Uh, no, close. Pape. Close. The other close. one? The one that looks sickly? Brian Trotty. No, no, that's bossy. Brian Trotty. <laughs> <laughs> bossy doesn't look sickly. He looks like he's in pain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Neat little piece of trivia there, I thought. It, it, it is nice to have and unfortunately, nice on August 18th, um, Dale Howardchuck. Uh, Dale Howardchuck, who I remember playing for the Winnipeg Jets, and I think it was Dean Brown summed it up really well because he's been subbing in, hosting on the radio once in a while. And he said, Dale Howardchuck was a superstar. He was a superstar that nobody recognized as he- a truly elite superstar because who played a couple hours west of him mm-hmm. at the oh, same time? Yeah. Gretzky, Messier, etc. Yep. That whole like team. Apparently, Calgary was an amazing team. Yeah, but you don't know that because all you know it's about first is Edmonton. Round, first round, first round. Yeah, and and Dale Howardchuck was. I mean, you look at his numbers; they're astonishing. But in the Gretzky era, it was Gretzky, and then you know a kinda bunch like, of a bunch of others. Kind of like Carlson having an amazing career here in Ottawa, but he was no Austin Matthews down the road. Yes, at least as far as the media is concerned. Except he did it for far longer than Austin Matthews has done, and he's been to a yeah. Did we talk about the big fine? He's actually won a playoff round. Hmm. Yeah. We talk about the big fine? Not, not yet. I just want to go to the point uh, ahead of this again. Yeah. Okay. The, the Rangers won the draft lottery and the least ball circled the bull. I just wanted to bring that up again. Oh, you haven't yeah. talked about that yet. Circled oh, the bull. Yeah, I think so, you said that. Oh, so wonderful. I think you enjoyed that. Yeah, big fine. Go ahead. By the way, what did you think? We didn't really talk too much about it. Did, did you watch the live ball thing? I absolutely watched the live ball thing. I did. And wasn't nope. that awful? Why? Oh, can you please? What is it like? Anaheim Duck? No, whatever the he team held was. up all twelve balls or whatever. Commissioner Bettman, please confirm that this is a logo of the Edmonton confirm, Oilers. Do you confirm this is the logo of the Edmonton Oilers? Yes, <laughs> confirm. Is that your final answer? Well, you yes. didn't say that. But might as well. Are you sure? <laughs> it took forever. Like and they think auditing. this is drama. Do you? I didn't watch it, but I didn't. I didn't realize this went on. This is supposed to be dramatic. This is supposed to build tension. You guys look like a fifth grade or a third grade. And then the guy no, listen, operating the no, ball no, machine. No, you're, you're, you're taking an auditor. Oh my god! Ta- so I think what it is is because it's a vacuum. Yeah, so he just turned off the motor after the ball went. He doesn't hit the button. I think uh, that's what it is. You think? I think that's what it is. I don't know. Because, again, because you see the ball go up on its own, and then it stops. He didn't stop it, and then one went up. Because, again, remember that Toronto ball that was bouncing around and missing and missing and missing and missing, like like John Tavares has shot in the empty net? And then the he Rangers really ball goes in. He really likes saying that. If you and the other thing, that. too, the Rangers <laughs> ball. <laughs> Did you not see it? The yeah. Rangers ball, okay. he actually dropped in the, the pre-chamber there. Yeah. He didn't all the rest of them. Yeah. And like, oh, it's heavy. It's like, <laughs> How does it go up more? Um, <laughs> That's heavy, man. <laughs> shoot, what were we talking about before that? But Just the drive of the balls. Yeah. Now, that would have been a coolish way to 
display a new logo. Right. Commissioner Batman, can you confirm that this is a logo of the Ottawa Senators? No, no. it's not. It's this one. <laughs> but then it would be like, oh, well, that, that ball's right. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. The ball that he just pulled out of his pocket, that one's frozen, and it's going to be the wrong weight, and it's going to work, and that's why they won the lottery. Oh, the conspiracy theories that would abound on that one. Can you imagine? Oh, no, they swapped the ball out, and it's not the same as the other ones, and that's why it, it worked. This is worse oh, than a gender I, reveal. But yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. What the heck? Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Mexican night. Is <laughs> um, um, we're running out of things to talk about, I think. Arizona. Arizona. Arizona, yeah. You want to talk about that fine? So John Chaika left the te- quit on the team. And apparently during the season, even though they traded their first round pick to get um, Taylor Hall. They were fitness testing draft eligible players. Oh, this went on during the season that they yeah, were doing. Ah, so this is why they weren't allowed to do it. Yeah. So especially since there was no combine this year, the other teams are very upset about it. To the point where the Coyotes got fined for tampering a twenty twenty second round pick and a twenty twenty one first round pick. Now in the Who case gets them? or they just take them right now. Gone. They're just gone, okay. So everybody moves up one. Yep. So in the case that Taylor Hall resigns with Arizona, they also give New Jersey a 2021st second round pick, apparently. So they don't have a first or a second this year or next year. So they're in yeah, they're in big trouble because like they gave up the farm to get them. Now, a couple of conspiracy theories on on my part. John Chaka is obviously going to go and work for the Devils. What happens if Taylor Hall signs with the Devils? So you just took all these picks from Arizona, and then they get fined, and then the GM that traded for him gets them back. Uh, if he goes to if he goes to market, yep. he can sign with anybody. With anyone, could you imagine just the backlash of that? And now for next year, if Arizona misses a playoffs, what happens to the draft lottery? One less team in it. You know what I would do? Leave their balls in. Why? And the first overall team is the Arizona Coyotes. Everyone moves up. I just wouldn't have their ball in it in the first place. That's more fun this way. You have a contact. I certainly do. Okay. I'm just not going to look at you for a little (laughs) while because that's gross. Sorry. People putting fingers in their own eyes just doesn't work for me. And put them in your eye instead. Uh, no, that's oh. fine. I think I'd, I think I'd have to put a lot of hand sanitizer on. Well, I can't put that in my eyes, but anyway. <laughs> well, you can and you shouldn't. Well, I could once. Actually, so, I could repeatedly. Just the eye wouldn't work anymore. Uh, and I'm kind of fond so, of yeah. them working. So I, I, well, I this might be the end of the coyotes. Oh, well. And the, no, uh, there's uh, lots of them in Canada. <laughs> 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 Hit the button. All right. <laughs> okay, you win. That, that was good. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Florida Panthers will not renew Dale Talon, who was their GM. Mm-hmm. Who, if you remember back from Chicago, forgot to qualify his restricted free agents and had to overpay them. The guy got fired. He gave Vegas. March or so, so that they would take uh, Riley, I forgot his first name, 
and both of them are in the top six, uh, gave all the money to Bobrovsky. How has this guy worked so long? I was going to say, so you're, you're saying you're not, you don't think he's a very good GM, is what you're I, saying. I, I don't think so. Okay, well, fair enough. I don't think so. So it's, um, that will, uh, yeah. And then apparently he got accused of, there's an investigation right now of him using a racial slur in the bubble. Yikes. So another team was looking to hire him. Yeah, it's not going to happen for a while until that gets cleared up. Oh, he, he was in the bubble because Florida, Florida was, was playing. in the, play, in the yeah. play-ins. Right. I'm like, how did they? Okay, got it. So I'll be fine. I'm tired. Big Florida surprise. Panthers have not won a playoff series since 1996. Yes, they're tied with another team for longest um, longest streak of not winning a playoff series. Taxes, though. 96? Hold on. No, no. 96. No. Leafs are 2004 because they beat us in 2004. Because the Leafs and the Panthers are... Are you sure it's 96? Yep. They've only made the playoffs a handful of times. Luongo's played six playoff games with the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> in both stops. Oi, oi, oi. Taxes, they though. made it with, jo- with uh, Jose Theodore, and they lost in game seven overtime, I believe, against the Islanders. That was a hell of a game. We, were, we existed at that point. Hmm. But they have never won a series after 96. And I think they made it to the finals in 95? Or that might have been it. I thought they had won that might have been 96. I thought they were tied with the Leafs for the most consecutive seasons without... No, that would have been 96 because that's when Patrick Wise got traded. Okay. I'll have to look up what I was, look- no. what I was looking at. Yeah, because I know the people are mentioning uh, the Leafs. No, because the Leafs beat us in 2004. Mm. 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, why, why do you think the Panthers don't have fans? It's because of the taxes. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, we have a voicemail, but that, that'll go into our last segment, will it not? Yeah, it's a grind gears thing. Yeah. Anything else? I'm, I'm kind of done. I think that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. We pretty much covered everything else. We've been trying to record for almost a week, and there's really just not that much to talk about. I mean, the, the playoffs are going on, but other than that, there's not that much to talk about. It'll be more of the off-season there stuff. Was, there was a draft lottery where the Toronto ball just rimmed it. Just like? And then the Rangers came in and took it. Oh. But it, it rang around like what? Just like, like a John Tavares empty net goal? Yeah. Yeah. Just ping. You really like that. Oh, I can God. tell that. I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed uh, talking to the uh, least fan at work the next day about that. that I enjoyed that a great night. And it was after the it was after the, uh, the the Toronto overtime win, and one of the Leaf fans came to me. It's just like you're arguing about it. Like this isn't anything to be proud of, guys. Like congratulations on reversing what you did the night before. It's like oh yeah, well when's the next Sens game? I let it wait. Next day, same time as a Leaf game. Yeah, <laughs> we'll probably play each other. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, oh, yep. Damn you, old Great. man! Old man shakes. on embarrassing yourself further. Yeah, old man shakes fist at clouds. So, yeah, I don't think we'll need to get back until draft, which is October 9th and tenth. Yeah, something like that. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, it's like I have the team we, sold, and then we'll probably we, come we've back. been we've been averaging about one a month for the last little while. Yeah, so, which is better than 2018. Yeah. yeah. So, so congratulations, complain. New York Islanders, on winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. Well, I I don't think they're going to beat Tampa. I don't know. I just but even if there. they move up to 28, 
go win the cup. We'll get a third should cup will come here at some point when Padre Should we all congratulate it. every team and I'll just edit it out? And post it. <laughs> no, Stephen. Are you going to pull the Don Cherry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you guys. You kids out there, you listen to me when I say this. Anything? Okay, let's grind gears and get out of here. You know what really grinds my gears? Man. We can start with a submission. Oh, we yep. can start with a submission. Absolutely. Hey, guys. It's CB Inc. calling. You know what really grinds my gears? said before, I work retail. And no. No, I can't stay late for you. No, I don't want to stay late for you. No, I'm not going to wait for you, even though you say you're going to be here five minutes late. I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to keep the store open. Please don't ask me to keep the store open. It is really, really frustrating. I want to get out of here. Let me go home. Tell you what, I'll visit you at work just before you close and ask you to stay just 30 minutes late. See how that feels. <laughs> Actually, CB Inc., what you do is you stay late with for them, but then you go and park them in so that they can't leave for another 30 minutes afterwards so that they find out what it's like to be delayed by 30 minutes by somebody else involuntarily. Right. So go park them in or, I don't know, take a take a whole lot of um, cable ties and circle their car with shopping carts and cable tie them all together so that they have to fight their way out of that mess so that they then they're late too and you can just stand there and watch them fight with it or something like that. Not that I'm advocating violence or anything like that. Just passive aggressive violence. Absolutely. Ben, what, what grinds your gears? You, wrote, you have something this week. I know I, you do. I do. I do. You know, because it's been a month so I've allowed things to accumulate. Um, first off, getting hit in freaking car accidents all the time. But uh, you y- you know when sometimes there's like one fly in the house and you just can't get it. Yeah. You only have one. And it was, it was like been. You're lucky. It was it was around for two or three days. And I was like, oh god, please don't be female. Please don't be female. Please don't be female. Female. So I think it laid eggs in the kitchen garbage. Mm. So for the next three, four days, I was vacuuming up flies, which is why the vacuum's still out. Are we talking like house flies or the uh, or fruit flies. little fruit flies? House flies. Okay. House flies. So because obviously they get um, attracted to to light, so always every every little while I'd go to the windows, take the vacuum, see one or two or five of them. Vacuum them up. It's probably about twenty. Does that kill them, or is it just put them in the bag and then they come back out again? <laughs> I think it kills them. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. It's a Dyson. Like I don't. It, that cyclone. It's just a. It's just a cyclone of air, though. It's not like they're getting diced in the fan motor. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I actually sure meant that pretty, seriously because I wondered. Yeah, no. I, I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure that they just get beaten up so much in there. Oh. So then I finally okay enough of this. Take the garbage, put it out in in, in the garage. Then you have flies. And then in the every garage. time I'm going in the garage, like <laughs> just like one gets in, I'm like, God damn. So then I vacuum it up. And a while later it's just like, okay, this is annoying. And then one day it's like, okay, there's five of them on the on on the door. Obviously it's cooler, so I think they're 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 doing it by temperature. And then I left the the light on in the garage and then I looked up. And there was like twenty of them. <laughs> it's just whoa. So open the garage door, take the rake, and just kind of shoo them out. So I did that for another two, three days. So what grinds my gear is garbage being picked up only every two weeks instead of every week. There's a simple solution to that, you know. Don't 
people live at home. Well, the stuff that goes in your green bin, which is what they're attracted yeah. to, put it in your in freezer. It. Yeah. I had to do that with the chicken that I forgot in the fridge. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was little gross. little ripe, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's few With things basil worse than and lemon. Oh. Rotten meat is one of the almost real- threw up. Chicken's bad. Man. Chicken's bad. Beef's bad. Rotten potatoes. Yeah, I will actually say are worse uh, than rotten meat. It's, maybe if they're wet. Oh, so yeah. Now chicken, we've, now we've made everybody truly like, gross. Now white and all gross. Canuck, what grinds your gears? Uh, you're, you're joking earlier. I was joking about there's no shortage of coyotes here in this town. Because actually, I was I've been going out for a lot of walks lately, and uh, in some of the trails, actually, I was walking on one near the Canadian Tire Center, and just as I'm going down, sure enough, a coyote comes out in the path in front of me. I think I sent you guys the video, yep. of it. and, yeah, and the video looked like I was far away. I was not far away, uh, and it took me a while to kind of get the video going too. But it's like, nope, not going down that path. Yeah, because you never know what the thing is. There could be it eight of be, them. It should be scared of you, but. Yep. It may not be. Well, I wouldn't worry yeah, about if it's one. Got babies, but if it, yeah. if it's got eight, if it's got seven friends, then suddenly mm. you're being attacked by a pack of coyotes, and you aren't. Well, there's a good chance you may not win that. Yeah, you might win against one or two because you can pick them up and you know one, snap their back across your leg or something. But one heck of a TikTok video for it gets a, to take <laughs> me down. But I, uh, <laughs> no, what grinds my gear is actually related to that, and it's wild parsnip. It is everywhere oh, in this a town. Freaking worse. It's everywhere. Yeah, don't touch it. And it's on every friggin' walking trip. It, it is everywhere. Like, we've just let this thing go. And it's it, for those that maybe don't know, I don't know if it's regional or not, but it's the, the weed. It's a very tall weed. And I think if you, you touch it, it can irritate your skin. If yep. you break the stem and the, you know, the whatever sap. inside, the sap inside gets on you, it can be very damaging to, uh, it can make you skin sensitive. If you get in your eyes, you can go blind. It's nasty. It's like it's like a step above poison ivy. I would oh, say. very much so. And very it's just so. it's just everywhere. And as an adult, I'm fine. But I think back to my childhood. Like, did I ever stay on the path as a child? No. And this is like right along the road, everywhere. Like every path I go down, it's just there. It's just so disappointing. Like, the plant itself is fine to look at. It's just that I know what it is and how dangerous it is. Indeed. Yeah. I have Canadian thistles are worse. I can't stand Canadian. <laughs> Canadian trying to pull thistles? those, yeah. Oh, because they're so thorny. Yeah, I have to wear two gloves, when, two pairs of gloves when I pull them. Yeah, and yeah, they're the fun. Worst. They're fun. The worst. What grinds my gears, and I mean this is a very specific one, but it can be things in general. Um, is wines that change their labels slash change their label and name. Because oh, well, then you don't know what the hell you're... Exactly. I've had several of them that had a very simple, easy, recognizable label. And some of them didn't even have a name. Like, they were, they were, they were named for the region that they come from. Um, I'm drinking a lot of Spanish wines. This, these, but this one in particular that drove me crazy was one from an area called Jumila. And I always just referred to it as Jumila. And I knew what it looked like, and it was great. And it disappeared. And I was quite annoyed because I actually quite liked this wine. And then about a month ago at the LCBO, oh, this looks interesting. It's the same wine, except now it's called, I think it's CR. What does CR stand for? No clue. But that's what it's called. They rebranded? Yeah. They rebranded, relabeled and everything else. And I've been missing this wonderful old vine Tempranillo for the past two and a half years because I couldn't find it. So stop rebranding things. And changing the names on things because it makes it very difficult for your loyal customers to find it. We sound old. I am. 
and grumpy. <laughs> well, you know when they do that? Taxes. Uh, it's like you can't get Kentucky Fried uh, just, Chicken. Just anymore. annoying people. They just do it yeah. to annoy people. Oh well, nobody. We haven't tried this one. Let's try this. This one can't sell. It's only that one guy that keeps buying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I buy a lot of it. Trust me, my liver will tell you that. Oh, no, we don't know when we'll be back, right? We'll be yeah, back whenever I, we get yeah. back. There's, definitely, uh, definitely shortly after the draft, I would assume. Well, I'd imagine around the draft, we'll have lots to talk about. Yeah. So we'll be back by then. If we come yeah. back sooner, because we can live stream the draft and go who, <laughs> or, or when the, the uh, what uh, when they trade the third and fifth pick for the first. Then oh, if that happens, we'll come back. Was it nonsensical? Is it nonsensical? Is that? I think so. Yeah, that's too bad. People got mad at the idea of trading three and five for one, and then they got mad when the when the owner said that's stupid. <laughs> sometimes you just can't win. Well, no, sometimes people just won't let you in because they're too intent on Charlie Sheeny. Well, let's go to winning. Let's go to British Columbia and see what some fans think about it over yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, we're done with hockey. Thank you. Cannot is too far. (laughs) It's just in. (laughs) Panthers hiring Bill Zito as GM. Not a clue. Uh, Wasn't he a Florida reportedly replacing Dale Talon with former Blue Jacket executive. Just now. Oh, well, the Blue Jack. So previous Blue Jackets before Yarmo Kekalainen will definitely get you a playoff win. I don't know who Bill Zito is. Maybe he works for... For Yarmo Kekalan. I don't know. but that's Oh, he was a sports agent. Okay. This is the... This yeah, yeah. Here you go. That was the, that was the alert that came in from the score. Just to, That was the it, noise. If his only hockey management is, is experience is a pre-Yarmo Kekalainen blue jackets, they never, they never made the playoffs. Well, then they'll be, he'll be continuing the below mediocrity that's of the tradition. Florida Panthers. It's a Florida tradition. That's right. Like, it's a tradition like none other, really. All right. So, as usual, we'll be back at some point. Um, you can still leave us a message at one eight four four SCUSCNS If you feel like leaving us a voicemail, you can email us at podcast.sendscoms.com. Last month, the Serb paid up. I was going to say, Pan will be asking for money right about now. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't even need to cue you on that. Uh, on behalf just, of... Just apply for it. Even though you don't qualify for it, give it to us. You'll be th- fine. Except just... Excuse me. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's the listening device. The government's listening. No. Yeah. Just be careful. With, be careful with giving us all your serve money because it's taxable. To you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. On behalf. Yeah, that's why you don't give us. On behalf of Panic and I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, I was listening to a radio announcer the other day in the U.S. He said, "Have a great night and a better tomorrow." I think that's a great feeling, a great sentiment for this time that's going to go on. So, have a good day and a better tomorrow. <laughs>